Hello, and welcome to Creative Kicks. I'm your host, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, Johnel. Hello. Howdy, partner. Johnel is coming. Johnel is coming to us all the way from Austin, Texas. Hey, y'all. He's getting his uh. <laughs> oh God, have you been out in the world saying that? Uh, no, <laughs> I've uh, I've barely been out. I've been working like it's like regular hours, but I'm I'm, I'm getting there. Um. It's basically Brooklyn, I guess. Okay. Brooklyn with more shorts. Um, have you been sure? Been uh, dating? No, I will have my my first Austin date tomorrow, uh, which is a funny story. Um, so I've I've reactivated the apps. I swiped a few faces. Um, I've matched with a few, um, but only one has responded back. Um, okay. She recognizes me. I think we went out five years ago in New York. Okay. Or, or here's the other question. Here's the other, or, or this is the lady that I made out with when I was in ACL five years ago in Austin city limits. So either, or I just don't remember her. Wow. It's, Did you tell her that? Are you going to talk no, about it? No, I'm not going to tell her that I forgot about her. She's super cute. Like I was like surprised when we matched. And then her first message was like, John L, are you moving to Austin? And I was like, right. It's like, I'll feel it. It's like, how, why would you ask if I was moving to Austin? I just like, yes, yeah, I'm following you. It's like, it's been five years. It's like, it has been five years, five years from what? Um, and she's really cute. <laughs> I don't, I, I Why don't you ask some sort of questions to try to determine which one she is. So maybe you can remember. No, so my, um, so we've scheduled drinks and a comedy show tomorrow. Cause that's how I roll. Um, and then uh-huh. I've been working on some lines to, to, to the effect of like, it's been five years. What have you done? What do you remember or prior to something like that? I just need to like a prompt to tell me how she remembers me by. Um, right. Yeah, I'm very excited. Because <laughs> um, like, I, I'm very good with names. I'm very good with names and I'm very good with people. I try to kind of really remember every person that I, I, I interact with. Um, Would it be in your notebook? Well, well, that's more of like making sure that I have correct data on the people that I'm interacting yeah. with. But on this end, it's like, I'm very ashamed that I not only not remember where I met her or how we interacted, um, but, you know, doubly embarrassed because she's super cute. Like, So wait, I, there's no chance that you fucked her already though, No, right? no, no chance. No chance. No chance. Okay. You I mean, vaguely I might remember, well, I did, like I had a lot of fun at ACL. I did make out with a few people then, um, but okay. again, it was a festival, so I was tired and might not have remembered it correctly. Um, and even if it was at the festival, for this person to remember me five years after, that'll be you know, I must sure. have done something right, 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 absolutely. So there you go. Well, since you've been gone, I had a really busy week. Tell me, wait, a lot so, of shit happening. All right. So um, our last conversation, you uh, mutually parted ways with the cardiologist. Not um, necessarily mutually. As the more I'm thinking about it, okay, first of all, he tried to stop by my house. 
he, I forgot to include that he smashed a glass on our last date by mistake, but uh-huh. still, uh, that was sort of how we ended the drinking dinner. glass. He did yeah. a weird, oh, a wine glass. He uh-huh. did a weird tongue flick thing. Like he was trying to eat my pussy, but it was in my mouth. Um, at one point, which was super weird, but also I made fun of his car when he picked me up in it. It was like a dog down. I don't think I could do that. Uh-huh. And also one thing I definitely forgot to mention on, um, the podcast was that I made fun of his sex face. Oh, so that might have been why. Like, I didn't make fun of it straight up, but um, <laughs> it wasn't last sexy. Time we were having sex, and I was totally not interested. Just like a normal sex face, there was nothing wrong with it. It was just I was so not turned on that it was funny. You know what I mean? Like, imagine just watching yourself or anyone else having sex when you're not involved in it. It's kind of funny. That's why, like. They put porn faces in, in like memes and shit like that because it's fucking hilarious. So I let out a chuckle and he was like, what are you laughing at? Like, this is during sex. And I was like, you're fake. <laughs> <laughs> so in hindsight, I might have made some errors. <laughs> well, again, yeah, tact was never your thing, but yeah, this would have been. Uh, but you uh, should be able to laugh during sex. Like 100%. So anyway, 100%. moving on, we've got same name. Remember, I got the other guy with the same name uh-huh. who like works, he like makes films and stuff like that. So I actually had my second date with him this past weekend. Um, we just sort of like walked around the park, which is okay because he's concerned about Delta and I get it. But it was also like, I don't know, a little bit lame. Um, we went Washington Square Park. We okay. witnessed several fights and stuff, whatever. And then... At the end of it, um, I kind of like walked him a block and then we were going to part ways. And he was like, I give him a hug and a kiss on the, like an air kiss or whatever. And, you know, we had sat on a bench for a while and I thought he might try to make out with me then. And he didn't. And so then I, and he, the vibe was very like friendly or whatever. So when we were partying, he's like second date and still no kiss. And, and so then I leaned back. So he okay. So me, but like he hadn't tried. Let's pause on that. Because uh, I've also like went out with two other women before I left uh, New York. Both of them were second dates. I didn't make a move. Should I have made a move? Why? I I mean I felt. I think it depends. I'm you know me. I'm always kind of like waiting for the opportunity. Like my my signal is I go for a hug. But before I start going for a hug, I like kind of like cradle, like face to face with this person and cradle the small of their back. And if they move in, then that might be a kiss. But if they reach out for a hug, then I just do a hug. But I don't know. You cradle the small of their back with two hands, like it's like a low hug? No, just one. Just like one, like, you know supporting the small uh, of back. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. And so, um, but that's something that I struggle with is when to know when to do the move or just like fucking do it. I think it's a good and, sign. Right. Um, yeah, but no, like, I think it's a good sign. Well, I want to get to my other story because that'll give you more of a clue okay. of when to know when to do that. But, you know, he didn't like, he touched me once the whole day oh. on like my sort of middle back when we were walking sort of to leave the park mm-hmm. and I did like when he touched me and maybe he touched like my knee or something when we were sitting on the bench, like in, but it was in a friendly way. It wasn't like a touchy flirty, whatever. Um, and so I just wasn't really getting that vibe and he didn't go for it. So if he doesn't go for it, you know, I like the 90, 10 rule, 
but he didn't. So 100%. then I like leaned so he could kiss me. And you know when you're standing at the corner to cross the street and there's like 10 different people around you also waiting to cross the street in New York City? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was like that. What? And then I went and gave him a hug and we were going to go different directions. But then he wanted the kiss. So I gave him an opening for the kiss. And there was people like directly in our faces. Because <laughs> they were standing <laughs> behind us waiting to cross the fucking street. And so he gives me this kiss and it was like, it was a slightly open mouth peck is what it was. It was not sexist kiss. It was very like timid and cautious. He pulled my body really close to him. Like you could tell that there was some desire there, but it was not being conveyed through his lips. And then these people are right in our faces. And like, we kiss like a, just a couple of sort of those weird pecks. And then he, and then the people went around us and he was like, I was hoping they were going to say that oh, this could be really awkward. <laughs> so then we laugh. And then, you know, part of the thing, like you have your little notebook to keep notes. I don't like, I go by my memory and I hadn't seen him in about a month because he was traveling see, for work. And so now you see stuff. the value of, of having notes. I do see the value. So he was like, wait, I told you that on our first day. I said our first day was a month ago. So now when we're leaving and he kisses me, obviously he's like somewhat interested. I said, did you want to arrange another hang? And he was like, "Um, I do, but I might be in LA next week. And I said, okay, so I'll see you next month. (laughs) And I walked away because apparently that's that's his cadence. So, um, yeah, that's his cadence, right. So that's what happened with that guy. It was fine. I went on a different day, a different night. He was like a substitute. I had this really hot date I was super excited about. He got sick. So I went on a different date with um this guy who was like half Colombian, half Guatemalan. You had a backup date because your initial date got sick. I moved it up. So basically, okay. I was supposed to hang out with him tonight, actually. But because the other date got sick, sick, I was like, hey, I actually have time tonight. Do you want to hang? And he did, which was cool. But when he showed up, he wasn't attractive and he had the weirdest fucking facial hair. Okay. You know, I don't love facial hair in general, mm-hmm. but it was like the really slim, like upper lip, but it was split in two. And then Ooh. like something else on his, like below his chin almost. It was gross. I couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah. Do I'm not it. a big fan. I'm, I, I just made a, a Twitter post on how to, because like, you know, nerds, uh, one of the biggest giveaway for people that either, a little too nerdy or not stylish or not fashionable. Not that it is important to be stylish or fashionable, but a, bit, a dead giveaway is poor choice in facial hair. Either have a mustache or have a beard. Don't do the chin strap. Right. You know, your just chin like, strap's way done. Yeah. Right? Or you flavor know. saver. Like, ugh. Uh, like or, soul, or patch. soul patch is that's weird because like a goatee is tricky. Cause like you need to be, you need to know what you're doing. And this dude having the thing. Goatees are bad now. Goatees are way out. Yeah, again, for me, it's like my number one is just like do the beard or do nothing because like you know that's kind of the thing. Um, but the the person that manicures their facial hair, so was his manicured like because it's thin. It's obviously yeah. he might shave it. That's kind of um. You know, that's a little bit cultural because, like, there are people that go to their barber every yeah, three Yeah, it's very days, Latino. Right? So that's, you know, that's yeah. may, that may be a, um, an exception. But still, you have to re- really, really know what you're doing in order to, like, why a, why a thin goat, like, mustache and, and thing around your chin when you can do a, a fuller so thing? Right? 
All right. So then I went on, you know, the guy I've been talking to for like three months, but we haven't met because he hasn't been around. We've talked about him a few times. Mm-hmm. Have you finally? Yeah. Um, ooh, ooh. Yes. Okay. So he like rushed from the airport to meet me the other day after I was at the weird Washington Square Park date. And we had dinner here in Park Slope. Mm-hmm. Um, he was more handsome in person than I thought he was going to be. So that was nice. So. And to, to jog, the, than, to jog the, the, the listener's memory, this person has kids, right? Or no? No, he's okay. divorced. He's okay, a, a friend of a friend. And he follows my Facebook posts. So he sees all of the Parade of Dick stuff while we've been talking, while he's been away. Cool. Um, which is interesting. So I would have thought he would have tried to get here a little sooner before I started fucking other people, but whatever. So we met, he was a little smaller than other I person. thought he was going to be, but it was okay. What? Other person. It's just been one by my count. Okay. So um, we had dinner. He, I thought he was a little stand, not standoffish, but like he crossed his arms a few times. Uh-huh. And, you know, we had a weird fight about men paying for yeah. everything in my opinion mm-hmm. or me paying like a while ago so at the end of dinner i was like do you want some money and he laughed and i said i'm gonna ask you every time now because i don't want to be considered a booster and he's like no i got this and i was like damn fucking right we do then we went to a different bar and i'd had too much to drink at dinner so i didn't drink anything at the other bar but he did so then again i was like would you like me to pay for this <laughs> he was like, for my drinks and i was like listen i'm literally gonna ask you every time and i called him out on having his arms cause his dinner he said he was engaged I touched his beard a little bit because I wanted to know how pokey it was um, because he does have facial hair. And he said he keeps it tighter on his pubes than his beard, which I thought was interesting. That's just um, wrong. So one, pause there. Right? Is he going to trim his beard? Um, he Yeah, he was talking about it then. So I was checking it okay. out mostly for work, but he knows. And he did trim it for me at one point. Um but he didn't try to kiss me. It was like kind of weird when he left because it was a little bit rushed. He had called a car and I was trying to get my bus and the bar was closing. And so it was like, it was just disheveled. But at the same time, I would think after that much talking, he would have. Yeah. So when you're talking about like, when should I, I guess, I mean, it kind of depends on the vibe, but I have another story about that. That's not even my main story. Okay. All right. So then the, the night actually before those days, I went out with a different guy. He's first generation American, um, Jamaican dude. Mm-hmm. And um, we went to like bar in, I don't know, that part, Carol Gardens maybe. Um, so I met him there and, you know, he, he was all right person, but uh, he was wearing basketball shorts and like maybe a Nike t-shirt or something like athletic style. Um, and sneakers, which, as you know, is not really my style. And it was hot that day, but you're going on a first date. I feel like you can make a little bit more effort than that. Um, however, that's not what made it weird. So we're sitting at the bar. I hadn't eaten. He had. He'd had a big day with his family and stuff like that. They're all here. And, you know, it was cool, the communication beforehand. He was actually going to take me to the bar where my ex fiance and I first met. And I said, can we go like literally anywhere else? <laughs> and he, he said, yes, but why? And I told him and he was cool. And I was like, you sure you want to know? He's like, yeah, I want to know what I'm getting into. So I told him that was okay. You know, when we sat down, he was like, I assume anyone I'm dating is, or meeting for the first time is like, has their fuck buddy. 
and has like some other people that they're dating or whatever. And I said, well, here's my situation. I told him I just sort of got dumped by my sort of rebound guy and that I didn't have a fuck buddy and was dating other people, but like just pretty much all first dates. Um, and he was really surprised by my honesty, which is cool because a lot of the other guys that I've been talking to are a little put off by it, which is funny to me because like, you're not expecting a monogamous relationship the first time you fucking meet someone. But I guess I just like shouldn't overshare. Um, I mean, there's some men are put off that I'm dating like them. Yeah. yeah, It's just, you know, that's the, one of the weird double standards is like, you know, I myself was guilty of kind of being um, a little put off when it's outwardly like it's not it's not that I do not mind the people that I'm seeing if they see somebody else again, because until you like not necessarily put a ring on the finger, but until you have that conversation, that high school conversation of like, hey, lady, I'd like us for to be exclusive or actually um, announce that, you know, I don't want to see anybody else but you. Until that point, it's fair game. Um, but there's also, you know, the very, very, again, it's it's not necessarily the hypocritical part of, like, you don't have to announce how many exploits that you have because it might be either, are you testing me for my medal or are you bragging that you have so much tail that my my presence may or may not make a difference in your life. Right. I mean, part of it is like, I need to schedule things and men are weird about this. And we've talked about this before of how difficult it is. You know, I, I, this weekend I tried to schedule actually six dates and I did schedule five and I ended up with four. So like, you know, if I had only scheduled one or two, I probably wouldn't have had any. And of those four, two, one of them was a different guy that was supposed to be later in the week. So, like, you know what I mean? Those yeah. aren't great odds. So you kind of got to, if you really want to meet your partner and you're trying to play the numbers game, which I am, like, I need to schedule things. And I think it's respectful to say, like, you have. So I think maybe going forward, I'll say, like, I'm meeting a friend uh-huh. or I have plans. That Pro- uh, yeah, it might not pre- be so forthright. Engagements. It just depends. But see, then some men, like this one, the guy that got sick that couldn't go out, he was like, cancel that day and go out with me instead. He offered me, he's like, I'll give you $1,000 if you're disappointed. And I got to say, it was kind of hot that he was like, the first thing he said to me was, go out and have all your other dates because after you meet me, you won't want to see any of those people. And that was hot because that's like nice confidence, right? Confidence, yeah. And then, and he was like, cancel them. I really want to see you. Like, makes time for me sort of thing and I then I was like okay well I could see you at six o'clock but I have someplace to be after and he was like no you're not he's got like a thick Irish accent he's like you're not doing that to me like if you're going out with me that day you're only going out with me like what you do another night fine but like absolutely not and I kind of didn't mind that either like he had a boundary it's a reasonable boundary yeah it's Um, a request it's a good request wait right track back why didn't you then why didn't uh, I cable the other day? Yeah, well, a thousand bucks, yo. You could have just like faked it and just get the thousand bucks. Oh, I'm getting there, John L. Don't you worry. We will right. get back to that. Okay. So what I did do was I didn't give him the night he wanted because that person that I had a date scheduled with, I actually canceled our previous, one of our previous dates. Like we've been talking since May. We, it's now like mid-August 
I um, had canceled him for the cardiologist one night and then we were scheduled for the next day and then he didn't think that was firm and then all of a sudden he had to go out of town for a family emergency it's just been like a mess so I didn't want to cancel on him again especially for another dude because that's not cool I already did that once but I thought it was okay I checked with him if we could reschedule it like at the same time um but it just hasn't worked out and he was cute you know it wasn't just someone I was like eh, whatever he was like someone I actually wanted to see so I canceled someone else so I could see the Irishman um the next day but that is not where we're at. We're still okay. at the Jamaican guy at the bar in the basketball okay. shorts. And so here's what happened. We're talking, and you know how I don't like when people play their phones out loud anywhere, but especially in enclosed spaces like the train or a bar, right? And so it's a fairly small bar in New York. Maybe there's like eight seats at an L-shaped bar, and there's a few tables, maybe 10 in the whole restaurant, nice and cozy, and it was pretty empty. So there was not a lot of people, not a lot of noise going on there. And this couple started playing something on their phone. So initially, I assume it's a video that they're sharing because of a conversation they're having or whatever, and it'll stop in a few minutes. That was not the case. After the initial thing, then they put music on, set the phone down on the table, and they were like basically jamming their own music over the bar's music. And it was very distracting. I was on a first date. I'm trying to pay attention and be engaged and be in the moment in this conversation. And there's like music playing over music. And it's just a trigger for me as someone with PTSD that like, it's a noise thing because of hypervigilance, right? It's, all, so, it's just like public, not, it's uncouth to it's rude. Like DJ your own self in. No, even if there was music already playing, but anywhere in public, it's not necessarily, you know, ideal to play your own music loudly. You're not allowed to do that. So no, I kind of did the like passive aggressive slash polite thing where you like, you look over and you try to like catch their eyes to let them know that you're, they're irritating you politely. That didn't work. And so then I said to the guy, I was like, I'm really sorry. Cause I couldn't focus on what he was saying. I said, I'm really sorry. That's so distracting to me. Like I'm about four minutes away from saying something. And he was like, please don't say something. It'd be so embarrassing. And I was like, I know, but I just can't believe it. He said, you want to move? And I was like, Wait, even if we he move said, down- please don't say something because it might embarrass him or like you. It's embar- wow. Let me finish. So he's like, let's just move down there. And I was like, but the, the waiter had already closed out. None of the tables were open. So you're not technically. And even if we move down three bar stools or two tables, it's not going to make a difference. It's fucking loud. You know, it's not that big of a place. And there was no buffers in between. So it, that shit was caring. So I said, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll focus. Sorry. Just repeat what you said. So we keep talking. And right about four or five minutes later, I lost my patience. And I turned to them and I said, could you please shut your phone off? Like you're in a bar. And she was like, did you really just say that? Are you serious right now? Are you serious? And her boyfriend's saying the same thing. And I turned and you know me. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm serious. You're in a fucking bar. It's rude. I'm trying to have a conversation. And I can't focus on it because you're playing your fucking phone in a fucking bar. And she's like, are you serious right now? Are you serious? And just kept repeating that. So then I kind of turned and I was like, just let it go. And I, and, and I kind of what's, like waved what's my there, hand. I you know, know I'm Italian. Yeah, but I, what's their demographic? They seem very young that they do not understand that they're doing something immensely right. incorrect. Right. So they were like probably mid-20s, 
Asian uh, couple. Uh, um, Asians, come on, do better. You, you're smart. You're supposed to be smart. John L., this is going to get so much better. Just you wait. So they were annoyed that I said it. And they were like, did you have to say like that? Like, you could have come over, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I didn't. And like, let's just move on. And then she was still yelling things at my head. And I kind of turned again and like chuckled at her in her face. And then I turned back to my date and I got on with the date. The music was off and like, we just carried on. And so we carried on and we're having an okay time. And about 10 minutes later, she stood up and she yelled like loudly <laughs> in the bar, you fucking racist white bitch. <laughs> and got up like she was going to come fight me. And she's like, how dare, you know, she goes on this whole thing. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get recorded and this is going to be online and I'm going to get called to Karen and lose my job and all this stuff. So here's the thing. I didn't say it because I was racist. Um, I don't know if I were of a different race, if I would still have felt comfortable saying that. That's accurate, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I was on a date with a black man. That was going to so say, you're on a date with a black dude. Oh, my God. So embarrassing in front of him to be called a racist. And the two bartenders that were working there were also Asian. And then come to find out one of the ladies, there was only like one other couple at the end of the bar. They weren't a couple, but whatever. I didn't know that at the time. And the one lady looked white, but she was like half white, half Indian and therefore Asian as well. And I was just like, oh my God. I, I just didn't even know what to say. And she came over like she was going to fight me. So my day is trying to subdue the situation because obviously like he's a black man. He doesn't want you know, the black man in the bar. He doesn't want, you know, it's an escalate yeah. or whatever. Um and the cops to get called and shit like that. So she just started spouting off about how it was racist. And I was just in shock. And so he turns around, he's like, okay, like how about we both apologize and move on. And her boyfriend was taking her side, which, you know, smart man to take uh -huh. his lady's side yeah. of that. I didn't need to say it like that. And so now I have to muster an apology to this woman because my date's sort of like making me. And I didn't feel wrong for saying anything about the situation. I definitely could have said it better. Yeah. But I was like, I had tried to be patient. I tried to give them time. But at the end of the day, they were fucking wrong for having it playing. Um, and I was in the right place to ask them to turn it off. I just should have said it. I should have modulated a little bit better. So I just said to them, I'm really sorry you're upset with how I said it. I could have said it better. And um, and then the woman never apologized, but her boyfriend sort of accepted my apology and moved on. And then they just left. And then the couple at the end of the bar was like, she was staring daggers at you that whole time and blah, blah. And they had a laugh. The bartender like tried to buy us drinks. And I was just like nervous. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to see this guy again. Because <laughs> <laughs> first date, you know, like his, the white lady he's on a first date with gets called a racist in front of him. Like, that's not good. <laughs> that, that's not a good look. That's not a good. But again, it's, it's not a good look. I'm a little disappointed for the uh, for the Asian couple, because, again, you know, we were regardless of what region in Asia you are. Um, you know, you're raised to use a little bit more of your brain before anything else. And just not knowing, right, there's fundamentally something wrong but with they the were American. Either, well, that's the thing. It's like, even, probably millennials, like they're younger. And, and, and that's the you thing. Like, and that's my concern. Asian is, hate's been bad lately. And I didn't even think about that. But, you know, my, my just main concern is are we at a level now that, kids or younger you know, the younger generation 
think that they're always right because that's the most dangerous thing. If you're wrong, yeah, they but you think you're right, and then they will use whatever useful counter argument for them. So yeah, this person saying somebody is racist is a very, very important and sacred tool. You, you shouldn't be throwing that around until you're 100% certain that it is because, you know, that you're right. That might've well been the end of your career. If somebody recorded that and then took it out of context, luckily most of the people will probably vouch for you that the reason why was X, Y, and Z. Like you were telling people that was playing their music in a public place. Well, we all know that doesn't matter. Yeah. But it, it, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's why, you know, I'm, getting more and more scared that, you know, you know, you know, it means like, you know, everybody has whatever opinion that they might be rightly or wrongly. If they use the wrong words to describe you, that's sucky. Yeah. That's just, well, it was uncomfortable. So he walked me to the train. We talked about it a lot on the way there and he was okay with it. Actually. He didn't think I was wrong for saying anything. Um, He didn't obviously think I was racist. And so he walked me to the train um, and then he uh, kissed me and uh, asked if he could see me again. So he kissed me and then he asked for consent to kiss me. He like double, he was like, wait, do I have your consent? And I was like, you're already kissing me. Yeah. And then he's like, do I have your consent to touch you? And I was like, you're already touching me, but he meant my butt. And then he grabbed my butt. (laughs) So that would be my yeah, of course. But so that would be my advice. That's where I was going with your question of like, you know, um, how do you know? I think you just ask, is it okay yes. if I kiss you? I think that's the way of the future. I think you should go for the lean, like make sure that they're a little close to you before you ask that. Because I do think that's a good indicator. Body language says a lot. But if they're like close to you or something like that, or it's the end of the night, it's okay to be like, could I kiss you? Yeah. Um, and I think that that's probably the safest way to go. And I have to say it was kind of hot that he did that. I got so moist. Um, and I was like, oh, that was nice. Uh, also, in a previous podcast, we talked about I went on a date with a black guy and he asked me if I'd ever kissed a black guy before and I had not. And so now I have. Okay. Um, so I will say asked it was not again. my favorite kiss. Oh, this wasn't your favorite kiss. Not my okay. favorite. Okay. No, it was like it was like fast and tongue clicky and kind of sloppy. It wasn't my favorite, but you know, see the amateur hour. The first kiss should never should have minimal tongue. That's um, a tip that was given to me by my ex wife. Um, I don't know if that's true because then because then you look at Washington Square Park guy and it was minimal tongue and I was like, eh, that was like not hot. I'm not saying so, no tongue. There's still more. I went on so many dates this week, Janelle. Holy you should be shit. so proud of me. I am proud. I am on this dick mission. So you got to keep up with me. We don't have time to talk about the kiss. We got real shit no, no, to get. Okay, let's go straight to the anal sex. All right. Who put their All dick right, in your so butt? So the Irishman, yeah. The Irishman that was sick on, on last weekend and couldn't go out is now feeling better. And he's like, when can I see you? Don't see that other guy. I'm going to give you $1,000 if you're distracted and then he doubled up and he's like i'll give you two thousand if you're disappointed and my facebook friends thought that was hilarious and they were like make him give it to you first and earn it back (laughs) Um, hey good call good call deposit absolutely so we um we talked on the phone a few times which you know generally i hate but i did enjoy it he's got a nice irish brogue very sexy uh he facetimed with me 
and he was shirtless when he was FaceTime with me. I tried to get a snap of that, but I couldn't. But, uh, um, you know, in, in his pictures, he was very muscly, but his forehead, you know, that sort of like caveman, knuckly looking forehead. He had that situation going on, but depending on the picture, he had a great smile. He was well-dressed in five out of the six pictures or whatever. Um, and he talked a big game, you know, and like, Sometimes talking big game is a turnoff because it sounds cocky and sometimes mm-hmm. it's hot if they do it right. Mm-hmm. So we had this like rapport going and then we like sexted all morning yesterday. Like, like I wasn't at work yet. I was going in late because I had a gig the night before and we were just like sexting like crazy. I like was what does not describe how like turned on I was. He was too. It was the whole thing talked on the phone for a little bit we talked about our you know when was the last time you got tested and like have you been with anybody since then we talked about some likes and dislikes and kinks and all this stuff and he was like telling me you know I, I told him penalingus was my love language he was like I'll fucking stay down there for forever and I'll do this it was hot it was hot I was about it I was walking around with a wet ass pussy all fucking day and I wanted to see him but I had that other date scheduled the one that I refused to cancel because I'd had that scheduled for so long. So here's what I did. I went to work. We're still sort of sexting while I'm at work. And then a pipe burst in the basement of my workplace. They had to shut up all the water. And that meant that we had to close early. And this is God giving me a sign, John L. That I, I think so. Go and fuck this guy. I think yeah, so. Totally. So I told him that and he was like, come hang out with me, have a beer. He knows I have the other date. And I had told him because he was really bothered about that other day. I said, if you're really bothered, you can come pick me up from that date um, afterwards. But in this case, things change. I said, I can come to you early if you know that I'm going to have a heart out at seven o'clock because I have those other plans. He said, fine. So I got the train. I go to Astoria, Queens, and I meet him for a drink. He like, he ran home. He had a quick shower. He smelled nice. He meets me at this bar that's like right by the train. Not the sexiest bar. It was like a sports bar, pub situation. But it was all right. Have a glass of wine. I had one at work because after it canceled, I had a bottle of wine. I'd saved there for a while that a client gave me. And all of my coworkers are like, what do we do with the rest of the day? So we crack open the bottle of wine with permission from our bosses. And we have a little sip sip. And now I'm going to go have the like afternoon, who knows what, right? So we have a drink at the bar. He ordered a second round. We're sitting there, we're chatting. I will say in person, he was not as hot as I was hoping. I was a little disappointed, but the wine helped lube me <laughs> up a little bit, so to speak. And after the second glass, he was like, let's go bar hopping. I don't want to go bar hopping because I have another date and I've already mm-hmm. had three glasses of wine and it's like maybe six o'clock at this point, right? And so we walk out and he's like, what do you want to do now? And I said, I don't know. And he's like, well, do you want to go to another bar? I said, no. And then I just looked at him and he was trying to be a gentleman. He's like, what do you want to do? I was like, um, I don't want to go to another bar. <laughs> and he kind of got the hint. So he grabs my hand. He walks me to his house. Uh, unfortunately, his landlord was outside. So I had to listen to a joke from his landlord. And <laughs> such weird shit happens in the city, man. But so then we go up. And uh, I, okay, here's where I'm naive because I haven't dated in so long, but we had talked about cuddling. We talked about the fucking. It's not that I wasn't into the fucking, but we only had like 20 minutes. He'd been really clear about his um, boundaries and stuff like that. And really what I wanted to do was just like make out a little bit, not on a fucking street corner. 
sick of making mm-hmm. out on street corners. Good, nice it's private not place. Hot. Private place. You could like, you know, maybe grab a little bit or whatever. But I wasn't like necessarily going to fuck him. I was just going to see how it went. Right. Mm-hmm. But we get in there. His air conditioning wasn't on. So it was hot. And I was like, the air? So I went to the bathroom. I came back out and like this bench right in front of his air conditioner that he'd put on. And so he like, he's like, come sit over here. He like takes me by the hand. This is like such an Irish thing to do. He gives me a glass of water and a piece of gum. <laughs> and he had a glass of water and a piece of gum as well. He was like, because I'm going to try to kiss you and I don't want you to be self-conscious or whatever. I was like, okay. So I popped the gum in my mouth before I even had time to chew it. He's like totally kissing me all over me. So then I went to like, um, I stood up so that I could straddle him and kiss him. And he stood up as well. He didn't understand what I was doing. He brings me around and over to the couch. We're making out. I had a dress on because I came from work. And it's a hot, gross day. It was very humid yesterday here. I was very sweaty everywhere. And he pulled my skirt up around my waist and immediately started like fingering me and eating my ass and eating my my pussy. And of course, I was all about it. Yeah, good job. Good job. Eating ass. So I'm like over the back of the couch eating my ass. He was behind. I was like, you know, face sort of down, whatever. Uh, got all up in there. It was hot. We were fucking around, take his clothes off. His body's hot. He's got a great ass. He smelled great. Um, the kissing was all right. And we were having fun. And then we were kind of like at this weird stage where he went down on me for a little while. I didn't come. Um, but like nothing was happening again. Like flashback to the fucking cardiologist, man. We were just like sitting there and I was like, what now? Like, what are we doing? Well, you did say um, they had so, 20 minutes. So just wanted to give you probably a quick taste, right? I guess, but we were laying there like we were going to fuss and then we weren't fucking. So um, anyway, I, I don't remember the details of it, if I'm being honest, but we got to the fucking part. He also tried, he talked about like, you know, I'm going to make you squirt. And then he did this like really aggressive finger fucking thing, which was a little different. I was like, almost he had me like curled up in a ball practically with the position because he had one arm like behind my head and the other hand, like in my pussy, like aggressively fucking me with big ass muscles popping. <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to make you squirt. And it was super cute. I didn't squirt. I didn't come. Um, but bad. it was kind of Only fun. like, you know, only and- delicate flowers like myself are able to make people squirt. Yeah, great. But um, I, you know, I don't know. I think at this point, my pussy might be broken. So anyway, he's like, he's doing this. And then he wants to fuck around. So one thing, you know, I haven't done yet that I've been fearful of for a long time. Do you know what it is? What? Anal sex? That's a long pause. No, I've had anal sex. Foreskin. I fear. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Are Irish not out? And he's. No generally Ooh. and british people generally aren't either and he's uncircumcised i touched it a little bit i was like what's this he wanted me to suck it a little bit we'd already talked about the SPI screenings and stuff like that so like a champ i put that shit in my mouth i stuck my tongue in between the foreskin <laughs> and the head of his dick it was not that bad it was kind of like you know like a pussy or whatever it was just it was soft you pull the hood back right yeah, but he like so. First of all, he went and washed his dick right beforehand. Like yeah, we're course. in the middle of some of all of this. He gets up, he goes and washes his dick, and comes back. And he pulled it back, but like it was still sort of like there, not there, there, not there, depending on what was happening, right? 
And so, yeah, at some point it was there and I just stuck my tongue in between. It was fine. I didn't mind it, actually. After all of this fear, it, it you know, it was like a little koozie for the, for the dick. So um, we fought. He came real quick and he was like, can I come? And I was like, no, don't come yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But he totally did, um, which was a little disappointing. And at some point in all this, he's like, that's my pussy. I'm like, that's okay. I've had that conversation before, but like, we really just met like two hours ago. Yeah, and that's really not, not the, that's, that's I know he's like trying to own it. Thing, yeah. It's a fifth or, that's like the fifth, sixth yeah. fucking. So, I mean, not the first. Anyway, <laughs> so that's what happened. And then when we got done having sex, he went, took the condom off. Um, and then it got really weird. He, you know, I had another date to go to and he knew that I felt uncomfortable about it. I was way late. I was already supposed to be downstairs and I, or downtown, I mean, and I was like, could you get me a cab? He's like, are you going to, he asked me to spend the night, like kind of while we were fucking or right before we were fucking or something. I said, no, I'm going to go. I have plans. Not following instructions. And I don't think he, like you've had a, I don't think he liked that. I know, but I don't think he liked that. He had kind of expressed, right? He didn't like the, the seeing him and someone else on the night, but he knew I had a heart. He out. agreed. That's and, he, had, um, he had an agreement. And he agreed, but I don't think he liked that. So I was like, you're going to get me a cab to go to my date. And he was like, no, I'm fucking not. And I was like, yes, you are. You offered to give me a cab to come here. I'm late because we were fucking like, you can get me a cab. And he was going to, and then I said, don't worry about it. I don't need it. Cause he got so weird, John L. He was like cold immediately after and being Ooh. really like just fucking rude. And That's so I said, what move. is going on? Oh my God. So I was like, what is going? And you know, I never do this. I have never done this in my entire life. Pick someone up that I just fucking met, take them home to fuck them after two fucking drinks and like an hour of conversation. I've literally never done that in my entire life. So this is the first time I'm putting it out there. We'd had a lot of like chatting ahead of time. I, we had, you know, a fun time, kind of wild, whatever, not my normal MO, but I thought we had a nice time. And I said that to him and he was like, I, I told you I'm like this after sex, which he definitely did not. And I was like, what is your deal? And so he was in the bathroom and I was like standing in the doorway and he was like getting irritated with me, tried to give him a hug. And he kind of like pushed me off. I tried to give him a kiss. He wasn't interested. I was like, what the fuck dude? And I said that to him. I said, can you sit down with me for a second so we can talk about this? So we sit down on the couch and I was like, listen, I was like, I thought we had a nice time. Like, what is it? He was like, this was all you. And I was like, what? He was like, I was trying to go to another bar. You like made it really obvious. You wanted to come back. Oh. And blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I don't care that we just had sex. Like, I thought that was okay. Why are you being so weird and so cold? And he's like, I'm just like that after sex. I said, well, that's not cool. Like you're making yeah. me feel really shitty about this. And he was like, well, you're going on your other date anyway. And blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what the fuck? So I left. I left pretty abruptly. I left with like a confused and annoyed look on my face and no like hug or kiss. He didn't walk me down. It was just fucking weird. And so, or maybe he did. I think he did walk me down. Actually, that's not true. Um, but it was just fucking weird. He was annoyed. Fine. You know what? He can be in his feelings and be annoyed, but that is not a cool way to be. I leave his house. Then I'm texting the other guy because I'm late um, and I'm texting the other guy. I feel totally used and like, just like shit. 
And I have to walk kind of far to get to train. I couldn't find my mask. So I had to stop someplace and buy a mask. And I called this other guy and he was like, he lives in Williamsburg. Okay. And he, we were supposed to meet in Union Square. And he's like, are you there? And I was like, there, you never gave me a place. For two days, I was asking him where and when. Mm -hmm. He gave me a time, but he didn't give me a place. So even earlier when he said eight o'clock, I was like, okay, where? And then we'd agreed on Union Square. And I said, where? And he still didn't send me like the name and address or link to an actual fucking place. So now I'm late and he's like, are you there? And I was like, where? Like, you didn't give me a place, dude. So we get on the phone. And he's like, listen, I, I got wrapped up in a bunch of stuff at home. And like, I'm still working on this. I have some time. So it wasn't a big deal that I was late. So I started okay. chilling out a little Good. bit. He wasn't like literally in Union Square working, waiting for me. And he's like, Could you just come here. And I did not want to because of a couple reasons. Um, Williamsburg is just very inconvenient for me. And, you know, I don't think it's nice when men really want to meet on their home turf. And this is like our fifth or whatever attempt at having a date. And every time he was like, could you come here? Do you want to hang out? It was later and later every time. And one time he offered to like spin records while I, with his friend and like I could come hang out. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. We're not in high school. Like take me on a date. Um, and so I was like, dude, just pick up. I was getting so annoyed and I was mad at this other guy, but I was not trying to take it out on him. And I was like, just pick a fucking place, dude. So he picked a place and I get my mask and I get on the train. And I'm going to go and meet him. And on the train, I was like, maybe I should just go home. Like, I'm so angry. I FaceTimed our friend Kendra and had a little girl chat to her because I just felt like a piece of shit. I text the other ladies and was like, this is what just happened. And they were like, I'm so sorry. Like, it's so bad. And I wanted to text the Irishman and be like, what the fuck, dude? But at the same time, I didn't want to give him that validation of that situation, you know? So I was just like, control my emotions, control my behavior more than anything, observe the emotions, I guess. And like, wait it out. Like, who knows what's going to happen? Just wait it out. Let it go. Talk to him later. Talk to him tomorrow. Just, you know, try to move on. So I'm going on this date, but I'm so annoyed. I missed the train stop. I had to go back the other way. Um, I went in a circle basically twice because I was so, like, disoriented by how upset I was from this situation. And it was just like, this is why I don't do this fucking dick mission. (laughs) (laughs) And so finally... I get to Williamsburg. And the other reason I don't want to be in Williamsburg is that's zombie territory. That's where my ex now lives. And the bar he chose is right by his house. I know he's out of the country right now, but I just like, it's memories. It's a whole thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just kind of don't want to be there right now. Different so, vibe. yeah, so I, I go to this bar and I'm annoyed, it's hot and I'm uncomfortable. And I smell of this Irish dude and I can smell like, his balls and his cologne, like in my mask. And I'm going on a date with, and I washed my face, but I was just like, what the fuck am I doing, man? Like, what am I doing with my life? I'm a fucking mess. So I go there to the bar he chose, which all I said is I asked him if he ate and he said, I did already. I said, okay, well I haven't, I need some food. Like just pick a place with the kitchen and AC. He picks this place. I get there and they'd had a fire last weekend and both their kitchen and their AC were out. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And it was the time I told him I would meet him there and he's not there. And that was also annoying. Like I use the bathroom. I walk out, I call him and I was like, listen, everything's broken. He's like, okay, well there's this other place. Like just come here. And he, again, he's like, just come here. I was like, I don't know where here is. I know you live in Williamsburg and you're referring to your home. 
but I literally don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Could you use your words, bro? <laughs> and he's like, there's a Mexican restaurant. And it was actually Zona Rosa, which I know very well because they are the same people that own um, Guadalupe Inn that mm-hmm. I used to dance at. And my ex and I had been there. And yes, that's a memory, but it's not like a romantic memory. And they're really fucking good tacos. And I was like, the perfect, I can have a couple tacos, have a margarita and chill out. Um, so I start walking back that way. And I met him on the street. I recognized him. And he was decent looking. He gave me a little hug. I was hot, whatever. So then we go to Santa Rosa. Well, in New York City now, you have to have, it's not quite yet a law. It goes into effect next month. You have to have your vaccination ID to go inside of restaurants, bars, entertainment venues, galleries, museums, gyms, all movie theaters, all sorts of stuff. And it sort of just has gone into effect. And the reason we canceled our date last week is because he had to like quick fly home to Peru. So he didn't know that um, this was in place. He did not have his vaccination card with him. He did not do the Excelsior path yet. And we couldn't go in there. So we're like standing in the thing while he's trying to get all of that going. And I was like, oh, date uh, fail, date fail, bro. Like you gotta have this to go anywhere. And he's like, well, we can just go to mine. And I was like, again, he's trying to get me to go to this fucking place. And he already made me come to Williamsburg, which already made me feel that way. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to fucking go there. So we leave finally because he can't. He's like, let's just go to this other place I know. So we walk over there. We tried that one on the way. That needed the card too. Then we walk a little further towards this place. That needed the card too. So finally, I was like, I'll wait here. You go get your card. So I waited there. I ordered a drink. I got some food. We sit down. And honestly, like, you know, he was cute. And I was like, I'm glad I didn't cancel. Because even when the other bar didn't have the kitchen or the AC, I was like, maybe this is a sign. Like, <laughs> we canceled too many dates. I got the wrong train twice. Like, I missed the stop. I went in the circles. He doesn't have his card. Like, maybe we should just give up. You know what I mean? Um, so we sit down. I order food. Also, getting to our dick disqualifiers. First dick disqualifier comes up. He's a fucking vegetarian. Wait, you, this was not. This did not come out in any of your bajillion conversations. We didn't have a bajillion conversations. We had a few just about scheduling. So no, it didn't. Okay. And he had promised me a love life upgrade. Um, that was part of the conversation. So that was the joke. Um, and he thought I was being a diva about all the dates, or whatever. But we never talked about. It. So he's a vegetarian, and I'm starving. And I was like, "Are you going to be upset if I eat meat?" He's like, "No, no, you do your thing. I just don't." But here's dick disqualifier because I'm a meat eater, and like I need it to feel full. I tried to give up meat when I was a teenager, and it made me severely anemic. Um, so I'm not able to give up meat even if I wanted to. And um, and so I order a sandwich and some fries that we're going to share. And we sit down and he was cute and we're talking and the sandwich came and it was like the worst situation. Like it was twice the size of the fucking bun. It reminded me, <laughs> remember the taco guy I told you about that ate the contents out of the taco like he was eating pussy? Mm-hmm. Remember that story? Yeah. It reminded me of that because I was, and they gave me no fork and knife and I was like, how the fuck am I going to eat this shit? So I just had to go in and it's a gluten-free bun so it falls apart so I'm a fucking mess. And I was just like, fuck this. And that was the second time this week I made a complete mess of myself on a date trying to eat like a fucking animal. And we're talking and it's all right. It's going okay. We're sharing the fries. Um, He's like, it's very lighthearted, right? It's fine. And he said on the phone to me when I called him when I was still in the story, you know, like obviously 
we're both very attracted to one another. Like, let's just do this. And I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, do you have an early morning tomorrow? And so all signs are pointing to is trying to fuck me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just am leaving the Irishman's house, really upset about the whole fucking situation. Uh, still reading of that guy and now this guy's like trying to pull this shit and I just told him I was like that's not happening tonight bro like I'm meeting you for a drink for one hour and I'm going home and so we have we're having our one drink and he's we walk out he's like what do you want to do now and again I feel like he's propositioning me to go to his house and I was like I'll have one more drink and then I'm gonna go home he's like it's 10 30 I was like yeah 10 30 is when like I normally am home like getting ready for bed or whatever and he's younger than me by the way both of these guys are but this guy's six years younger than me. So gotcha. that's the first time that I've ever really dated. Even the Jamaican guy was younger than me. So this is, that's the first for me, right? I went on one date with someone like a couple of years younger than me many years ago, but this is greater than that. So, um, so I'm like, I'll go for one more drink. So we walk over to this other bar and they had a couple tables outside. We get a drink. He goes, we sit down outside and he's like, come here, like sit next to him. And his legs are like under me. And he looked so fucking hot in that lighting. <laughs> and his eyes are twinkly. He's like dark eyes. Um, he's light skin for a Latino, but you know, like um, chill tan in comparison to me, you know. And um, he had a little bit of scruff, but I think that's sexy, even though I don't like how it pokes me. He's very casual, very confident. He made some cute little jokes about, you know, other stuff it was very clear that he was dating other people, wanted to talk about, you know, all the things like why it took us so long to get together. And he told me why he had to run off to Peru and all these things. And it was like kind of going good. And I was like, he's kind of cute. Like, what the fuck? He's really cute. And so at some point uh, while we were sitting there and I'm sort of like leaned in and his legs are sort of undermined just because the way we're sitting at the table he asked me if he could kiss me. So again, this is my advice mm -hmm. to you is that you just asked. And I was like, yeah, okay. And he kissed me. And Donnell is the first time in so many years where someone has kissed me the right way from oh. the start. Oh, it was so refreshing. It wasn't. Yeah. Like the cardiologist did once I sort of like took a second to show him. And then for the most part, he did the rest of the time, except for that weird flicking thing. Um, but even my ex that I was engaged to, didn't really kiss me the way that I liked from mm. the beginning. Um, we did eventually, like, I liked kissing him eventually, but he didn't always love how I liked kissing. Because um, sometimes when I'm really turned on, I want to kiss really deeply where it's like I'm fucking crawling inside their mouth. And he did not like, he's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Um, but this, I was like, it was the perfect, like, first kiss. It was soft. It was slow. It was attentive. Like, we're both sort of paying attention to one another. And I was like, oh my fucking God. And I just melted in this dude. And so we're hanging out now. It's very flirty. Now we have eyes and he was like complimenting me, but not in a pervy way. Um, you know, he was like, I love your smile and your eyes are so pretty, you know, just like normal, nice compliments. Hanging out. I'm having a nice time now. I've now had three glasses of wine, a margarita. He's like, do you want one more? We could split. And I was like, okay, yeah, one more. I didn't have to work today, right? So we get another drink. He gets me my own. Of course, we're not splitting it. So now I've had two margaritas <laughs> and and the sangria. Sorry. Um, and we're just we're hanging out. We're having a nice time. He's like, what do you want to do? And I wanted to hang out more. So I went to his house. Ooh. And I said, I was like, what are you asking me? And he was like, come to my place. Like, I want to spend more time with you. 
Um, and he was like talking again that we have this connection and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't fucking know you. Like we don't have a connection, but honestly at this point, we kind of did, yeah. you know, it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I go back to your place, I said, um, and you want, I was like, I don't know if you're asking me to like stay or whatever. I was like, but I need a chef <laughs> because I still have Irish <laughs> on me. <laughs> So I was like, so if I go to your house, I really need a shower before we do anything. And he was like, can I lick you before you shower? I was like, nope, nope, I need a shower. <laughs> you wouldn't want to, bro. I know how much it goes. I know. You don't yeah, know what like, tongue went into my butt. Pussy. Absolutely. And I know, and his cologne, right? And I know that um, pussies taste like condoms after sex, too. And mm. so I was just like, yeah, no, I definitely need a shower. Um, so he's like, okay, you can take a shower. So we go to his house. And he's trying anyway, he's trying to pull up my skirt and I'm just like, keep pulling it down, which normally I love the skirt pull up, but I like, I keep pulling it down. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, you said I could take a shower. See that towel, I'm going to go take a shower. So this guy is an architect, by the way. So oh, he's nice. been working from home to his little models all around his house and stuff. And like his computer was pulled up. It was clear that that's really what he does. He moved in there recently. So there's still like some boxes around because he's been traveling so much. And, um, but he's like, he laughs at the things I say. Again, very lighthearted, funny. He likes to surf, he DJs, he uh, skateboards. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, how old are you? Um, but he was so cute. So I hop in the shower. He like, he handed me a towel. He was like, can I share with you? I was like, no, because I really need just like a moment to evaluate this fucking situation. So I hop in the shower and he is like almost nothing in his fucking house. I come out, I'm in the towel and I'm like, wait a minute, we did not have the talk. We need to just talk about STIs because what we did talk about is how much he's been like out partying, fucking and people. And obviously dating stuff, other people. And dating other people. And like, we haven't had the talk. And I was like, how long has it been since your last screening? He was like, and I said, how many people did you sleep with? He's like, you want a number? I was like, no, no, I don't want a number. I was like, just like, you know, where are we at with all that stuff? And he's like, I've never had anything, but it has been like six months and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, so we're definitely like going to be careful. Sorry, there's a vehicle going by my place. You can probably hear the sirens. Um, so uh, I'm just in a towel while we're having this conversation and negotiating what's okay and what's Negotiate. not okay. And, yeah, and he's obviously already like, interest in uh eating my pussy and so he like kind of starts to pull the towel away and he's like trying to touch me and he walked me into the bedroom and the bathroom was through his bedroom so like I'd already been in there you know but um and he got me water and he we had stopped at a bodega or whatever and so it was just on right away he was all about it he was up in there he we 69 for like hours Ooh. Like so long. And he didn't have a boner the whole time um, because he was exhausted and drunk and it was like very clear. So it would come and go. But that was okay. He was not the most well endowed guy. So I could like just do whatever the fuck he wanted. <laughs> he was such a fucking pervert, John L. It was great. He <laughs> he was like about it. He was like going to build the nest down there make sure I come. He wanted me to sit on his face. I made him ask me nicely. And then I made him ask me nicely in Spanish because he's Peruvian. And that was hot as fuck. And he was like, bring your ass over here. He just wanted to eat my fucking ass again. I was like, 21 day? Yes, we can. 
<laughs> and um, it was just fucking awesome. Um, he had bought a small box of condoms, which was not enough because we fucked a bunch of times nice. on and off, going back to oral sex, back to fucking, and um, making out. And he was like sweet. There was like a connection. He was touching me nicely. None of the bullshit that happened with the cardiologist. Yeah, okay, he's young. He, he knows she's in touch. Good, good. Mm-hmm. He knew how to touch me. He touched my body. But here's one of the ways he was a pervert. Finger right in the ass again. Everybody, I think the Irishman did that too. Everybody, because everyone's an ass man with me, obviously. I, I have a big so, ass, yeah, so they're yeah. about it. Yeah. So finger right in the ass. And then he, have, did you ever see the movie Kids? No. Okay. In the movie Kids, they're like high school kids. And they're exploring their sexuality for the person. It's a classic kind of movie. Like you probably should see it like of a generation. Um, but anyway, he fingers a girl for the first time. And then he like takes his fingers under his nose and smells. And them sniffs and, like, it. Okay. okay. No, that's a move. That's, that's a move. Dude did. He that's not perverted. That's just a good of my, move. Out of my ass. Not out of my pussy, dude. Yeah, that's a good move. Out of my it's- ass. That's a move. You fucking smell someone's ass finger. Not, <laughs> not outwardly like that, but um, it's it's a no, variant like, of the dirty Sanchez. With me, yeah, he made eye contact with me, did that shit, and then stuck it in his mouth and like did it again. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? But it was dirty. It was fun. Um, so yeah. That was a much better experience. I left there. I was like, that was so fucking fun. And also it was the first time someone, not the first time, but like first time in a long time where when I was 69, it always has to be on top. Like we took turns with that. Uh-huh. And he was like a fucking champ. He went until he was going to go out and get more condoms because we blew through them. And uh, I got up to go to the bathroom and he like actually passed out from exhaustion. <laughs> and then I had to make him move in the bed. And he like couldn't even, I couldn't even wake him up when I was trying. He was so fucking tired and he had to work all day. But we fucked again this morning. Uh, and he like wanted to snuggle and he played with my hair. And he did all the fucking things. So all that being said, he still did not make me come. <laughs> I was going to say, did you finally get Lee? Because you and your semantics, that late is not until you're come. He did not make you come. I've talked to women about that, by the way, and they agree. So he was down there the whole time, but not really because I was concentrating and like, you know, blowing him too. In addition to the sex, I gave him a full on blow job, like hand job, like so many fucking things. He got off a few times, um, but I didn't quite because I like, I would have had to give him more directions, which he was open to. He was like asking me stuff and he did this. Stuff. He was like, yes, please. Like when I uh, told him to do stuff, so he was totally down for it. And he was all about it. He was like, I really like you. He's like, can I, he asked to fuck me in the ass several times. As you mentioned anal, he did many times. And I was like, no, but his dick isn't so big that like I wouldn't. Next um, time. Next time, bro. And, Maybe next time, but he needs to go and get tested and do all those things. And he, you know, he was doing the thing where he was complaining about the condoms uh-huh. uh, the whole time. And I fucking hate this. So whiny. And it's like, can I just take it off? Can I just take it off? No, you fucking can't. Like, I just fucking met you. We just established it's been a while since you um, got tested. Like, no, you keep that shit on and it is what it is. Um, so, yeah. 
that's my story. That was my last 24 hours. I fucked two guys in like a very short amount of time, which is very outside my natural character. And I definitely got kicked down, but I just didn't, which is why I say my pussy's fucking broken. I'm, see, the thing is, like, I, I, I'm proud of you, first of all. It's, it's good that, you know, there For are. For around. It's not that that is letting around. You do have your process of screening, and that's your level of comfort in what you'd want to do. I'm disappointed with Irish guy. I told I'm a dude. I understand the um, the sudden the sudden lack of interest once you orgasm, but you know about that. You you've we've we've struggled about that since uh, or with that since teenage times. I understand the lack of interest in continuing fucking. I don't understand all of a sudden treating someone like a stranger that's exactly. in the house that you want to fucking go. Yeah. Like that's a different level. Like once you fuck someone, you shouldn't treat them like that. Hundred percent. I mean, I. So then he was texting me while I was at that last bar with uh, the Peruvian guy. And um, he was like, I had a nice time. Um, how'd your other date go? Uh, something like that. And I ignored that part. And I said, did you? Because you, you seemed really cold. Like that was so, what did I say to him? Uh, let me just look really quick. Um, I said, you were weird after it made, uh, made me feel funny about the whole thing. I thought we'd had a nice time. And he'd said he'd had lots of fun with me or whatever. He said, yes, you're mad cool. Um, and asked if the other guy was cooler than him, which I just ignored. So I said, all right, we're going to have to work on your aftercare. Then he's like, yes, please help me. And I said, we'll do. And he's like, what are you doing? Tried calling you. Come here now and let's cuddle. Because I'd said I would go there after the other date. And I just responded sleep time, which was a lie. But this time no, I was trying to save his ego. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and then he texted me back. He's like, you can't answer. I'm sure you're busy. Good night. So like he knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And well, so then he texted me early this morning. No, no, wait. He texted me early this morning. He said morning. And I was still at dude's house. So when I got home, like not two, like two hours later, I said, good morning, which is still 940. And if he, I was out late, which I was, and he knew I would be, then that's not an unreasonable time for someone to wake up or whatever. Up. And yeah. he likes to face. Yeah, I was like, if. I'm going to do it from home. So I don't have to answer any of those questions. And then I um, tried FaceTiming him like a little while later. He, I sent him a text. I said, call me back when you have time. Cause like, obviously he's working. He didn't call me. I tried calling him one more time, like regular. And then I sent him a text and I said, don't be a dick. And I said, you made me feel like shit yesterday. Please don't do that again. And he still has not responded. Ooh, Irish dude. Yep. So here's, okay, an assumption. Do you think he, no, he wouldn't have searched you on Facebook because you might have seen Double Dig Down or something like that. So maybe he just lost interest. Is that, is that what we're going with? Well, he's very picky. He told me that from the start. And he was very uh, clear about his boundaries, but he was still texting me last night yeah. and calling and stuff and even text me this morning. So it's very oh, weird. Is he doing um, the I, fucking, you know, you know, you made me wait. Now you wait kind of shit. That's very juvenile. I think dude, men are so manipulative. Even the other, like you guys are like, Oh, would you do this for me? Oh, you're so sweet. And whatever. I'm like, you guys do it in the best way. Like your genius is at it. You're I, women are great at it too. But like, I'm just constantly blown away by the way during sex that you're manipulative about like, Oh, but the con doesn't feel good. And I just uh, feel you baby. And I just want to be like intimate. And I just feel like it's the same kind of manipulative bullshit. I think he wanted me to call him back 
And then when I did, yeah, and then and you did, did now answer, yeah, 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 he's loving it. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to take, and I want to take, part of, go ahead, go ahead. You want to pick what? No, I'm saying I wanted to uh, take a pause and go back with the Peruvian guy once we're done with the Irishman. I mean, we can be done with the Irishman. I think I am. We'll see what happens. I mean, so we were supposed to have a date tonight at six o'clock, which like is 10 minutes from now. And I haven't heard from him. Oh, then and this that's... is the night where he wanted me to cancel the other date to hang out with him. And so, you know, but um, well, tomorrow just text him like, hey, you technically owe me a thousand, two thousand dollars, but I'll drop $2, it down. Dollars, to, yeah. I'll drop it down. Because I am thousand. disappointed. Yeah, because like I wasn't. But I um. You know, here's the thing. So I talked about, I actually had therapy today. I talked about it with my therapist. I would give him another chance because obviously it's weird. I didn't mean for it to go that way. I didn't do any of that on purpose. He did know, and he shouldn't have been like that, but you know, who knows? And when I said to him, like, we got to work on your aftercare, he was open to that. So like, whatever, but yeah. I am all about the architect. Good. That was hot. That was fun. I've been thinking about it all day. I spent half the day napping and masturbating because I was like <laughs> so turned on from all that fucking shit. So whatever. And it was fun to be slutty. I haven't been slutty in so long. Good. Like, please. Have fun. You're screening. You're exploring new things and learning new things about different people, which is great. But I do want a quick challenge of the Peruvian architect, though. Okay. Communication was poor, or well, I'm gonna say satisfactory. Like, imagine this: if he was in person or or no, beforehand, beforehand, like you know, come here, beforehand meet me there. Beforehand was unsatisfactory. Yeah, yeah. Not, you know. So, if he wasn't cute, I'm my 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 main point is, I am still, you know, I will always be. Um, but hurt about how easy or how much, how many yeah, more chances. Yeah, I wouldn't have let him get away with that. You're right. How, how many more chances a cute person would get. But again, I'm also happy yeah. that you powered through some struggles because again, if you can translate struggles to like, you know, his struggle was communication or being, you know, annoying with a condom shit or, or not planning ahead, you know, picking a place with no AC and no kitchen. Right. That's your struggle. My struggle is well, they I normally the, have those things. hundred percent. And then for me, my struggle is I may not, I, I am organized. I will pick a place that I'm sure has reservations, has good food, AC, yada, yada, yada. But maybe you'll power through my looks uh, in order to get to a chance to get into the end point of a fun night in um, that kind of what uh, like, um, evens itself out but i'm still going to say like you know you said it yourself if he wasn't that cute and he, if he didn't even grow cuter in particular lighting in his uh, in the place or in his apartment whatever you wouldn't <laughs> have powered through but i'm glad that you did because you know if you didn't you wouldn't have had such a fun experience right is that a fair assessment yeah. and i powered it is totally fair. I did power through with the Irishman because he was not as attractive in person as mm -hmm. I was hoping. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, there are times when I, when I try to do that. And even with, you know, same name, he's, he's got beautiful eyes, but he's not like hot. Yeah. Um, and even the architect, like, you know, his body isn't banging or anything. 
Um, his dick isn't impressive, mm-hmm. but uh, I had a it's, great time anyway. It's so. a range. It's a combination. It's, it's it's kind of like a pool of chances that you would provide a person because I'm just looking at it. Like if, if that were me, if like, if, if we fucked and I was butthurt or pouty after and did not treat you well, you, I'm 1000% sure that the person wouldn't even give me a second chance at hanging out with them. And if I pulled the, I texted you and you didn't reply. Now you text me and I'm not going to reply shit. Um, that's, you know, that's not even, like, but, I'm not even going to. But Chanel, no one should, no one should be pulling that shit anyway. Exactly. I'm like, saying, yeah, yeah. I'm, but that's not about him being good looking. That's about me being dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <To> be <honest. laughs> like I should have better boundaries and not do that shit. Yeah. You're, but I you're, just, I'm a glutton for punishment and I'm just like, well, I already fucked person like i want to fuck them again and so yeah you're exploring yeah. and and again it's just you know um uh, it, hopefully this is a lesson to all of the listeners to tell your friends that you know just just get tested it's super quick now get your get your covid test and std check all in one go right you're all safe the time all the time just you know you're i'm like Every time I have a sniffle, I go to a uh, to a city MD anyway. Just like, yeah, hey, prick me, give me my my shit anyway. It just helps all around. Um, and and you know, you you feel safe. Other person feels safe. I always have like the PDF of my results handy just in case. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm proud. I'm still I'm I'm proud of you. I just don't know how I feel about you know you had like. A super amazing night and still did not orgasm. I know. My, but so- you know, I have a hard time relaxing and I need to explain to him a little bit more what to do. So he wants to see me again. Yeah. Um, he has a lot of scheduling stuff. He's really, really like he wasn't bullshitting about it when we actually got into the conversation or whatever. Um, he is super busy. He, even just this weekend, his family's coming and whatever. So it was hard to schedule this date. Um but I want like days in bed with that guy. Yeah. So. And and I think, you know, you, you came from a stressful early evening coming into like a first time with it. So there's just like unconscious stress there, despite the physical gratification. So I'm sure the next time or the next few times you'll just relax and relax more. It'll both be more familiar with each other's erogenous zones and body. And it seems like, you know, again, he, he, he's a perv. So maybe like, talking dirty slash giving instructions will, you know, be enjoyable for him. So yeah, it seems like a, uh, it seems that at least now, you know, technically you have a, 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 a roster of, of dicks that you can try out whenever you feel like it. Probably even. Yeah. They of- both, um, they both talk dirty and, and did that kind of thing. And then I still have like same name tonight was talking about like, let's wrestle. And then I, and then who knows what's going to happen with the other ones. I have a second date with the Jamaican guy. I have a second date with um, the Facebook guy. So like, there's a lot happening. I don't have time to take on any more now. And uh, wait, you're stopping at four. Come on. Even I can do a little bit better than that. Do six. Um, that's <laughs> well, we'll see what happens with those. Get an old five. Six. Uh, Six is a lot, dude. I I have gigs at night. You have all your nights free. I don't. Well, it's just, again, get your notebook, you know. Uh, That's why I have it. And that's why I have, like, a very organized calendar. Because when I I did have some options, that was great. 
Um, but yeah, you're, you're okay. You, you're you've at least you're. Do you always you're, text someone. Do you always text someone the day after you see them, whether or not you had sex. Like because the 100%. one thing I will say is the Jamaican guy. Yeah, I planned a date with him a week out, but then I didn't hear from him for three days or four days, and I sent him a text. I was like, I think it's really weird. I haven't heard from you like at all after the date. Like mm-hmm. I, that just is not cool. And no. he was like, what? What are you talking about? I figured you were busy with your dates. And I was like, who cares how busy I am? Get in there and make me want to see you again. Like, you're the dude. Do the thing. And he's like, what thing? And I was like, the heteronormative fucking bullshit. Those rules apply. <laughs> no, it's just the idea. It's like, again. You have to text the next day. You have to, oh, you have to text oh, after you had sex with someone and be like, I had a great time. Let's do it again. If you I hope you're home someone, safe. I had a great time. Like, yeah. yeah, let's do it again. But you have, even if you did, I hope you're home safe that night and you text at night, you still have to text the next day. That's just 100%. a rule. This is a nice way to be. And don't wait the whole fucking day to do it. Do it early on so nobody's thinking anything weird and stressed. Like, just be a cool ass person. Yeah, it's, it's again, um, so the, he, 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 here's, I mean, going back to your bad experience at the bar with the Asian couple playing their music out loud. I'm just scared that, you know, people do not, you know, people are taught wrong. Like there, there, there was the three day rule before, you know, don't text or call them after you ask them out in the next two, three days, X, X, Y, Z. So, so many fucking weird um, uh, uh, societal uh, uh, structures that are out there that are incorrect. Like, you know, dudes thinking that, yeah, but you know, even just like dudes thinking that, oh, the, I shouldn't text the the lady first because I'm the dude. No, bro. You you're... 100% should. It's your job to do that. Ex- well, the thing is you say that, but I'm 100% certain a lot of guys have been taught by other dudes and other girls to not, it'll sound weak, make them want you. Don't make it seem oh, that you're too uh, eager. No. So that's the thing. Women it's are like, told the same thing. So then everyone's scared because women are told if we text and we're like crazy, that, we're on their dick or whatever. That's where the problem lies. Like So like we're being taught one way or the other. You guys are being taught one or the other. And all of these con- con- uh, confusion kind of like bubbles up. But in the end, strip away rules, strip away uh, societal norms, heteronormative or otherwise. Proper good communication is letting people know your interests. Like if I'm in a business meeting and I did a, a, I crushed a presentation and I didn't follow up with an email, then that's just like poor business practice. I want to make sure to show them like, hey, I'm serious about this shit. I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to fucking lock you down. Here's an email to whom it may concern. So like stuff like that. So it's just like in the end, it's like communication to say. That's why we have this podcast, though. We can fix that. Hopefully, and 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 we're, we are. And you're you have three dicks. You have had three dicks in you now. Good job. <laughs> I've had more than three dicks in me. <laughs> oh, well, like of of since the in recent uh, times, sure. Since the recent uh, activation of this season's podcast, you've had three dicks. Maybe the next challenge is have them all at the same time. And this is the first double header at the same time, please. please. This is the um, first double header I've had in so long. Wow. Unbelievable. I've never had. I've had two dates at a time, but you've never had. I did once before many years ago. 
I've never like slept with two different people in the same day. But the time when I did before, one was like the night after the bar and the other one was like after I woke up, like later in the day. It was never like literally one after the other. This was like an actual parade actual, of day. Li- literally back to back, which is great. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I wish you would. I, thank I you wish... so much. I'm glad I could make the name matter. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and uh, who the fuck knows what I'm going to do next at this point but it'll be here in the next few days what? I mean it's going to be here in the podcast if you do what you do oh yes absolutely. <laughs> we will share I will share